Good afternoon comrades, my name is Dexter and I'm a member of Red Youth, the youth wing of the Communist Party of Great Britain, Marxist-Leninist. I'm pleased to see so many other youth delegates here today attending this important event. So I'd like to talk today about the situation of the youth in Britain today. It's tough to be young in today's age. Climbing rates of depression and even suicide are the result of a bleak future under capitalism. Many feel overwhelmed by climate change. People who don't know what they want to do go to university to try to figure it out, only to be saddled with a lifetime's worth of debt. Some go straight into work but struggle to find a full-time job or work on dodgy contracts with bad conditions. The future to many young people in Britain seems bleak or pointless even. You can't really blame them, can you? How on earth is it the case that the world's sixth richest economy isn't able to provide its people with work, isn't able to give them a proper healthcare or education system, fails to keep homeless people off the streets, or fails to provide affordable and healthy food to its people? Many young people are rightfully angry about these problems. And yet, this is the system working exactly as intended. We communists know, through our study of Marxist texts, that unemployment is a feature of capitalism. Capitalists want cheap labour, so keeping a certain number of workers out of work ensures that those looking for work have to debase themselves in order to get a job. They have to accept lower wages, worse conditions, because you don't want to end up on the streets. This is the illusion of freedom capitalism threatens us with. But comrades, I should be very clear, although there are many suffering in Britain today, compared to the rest of the world, or even the Britons of 100 years ago, the level of deprivation in Britain today is nowhere near the level in colonised countries. Why? Because British workers have been bribed by imperialism. A small portion of profits derived from the super-exploited colonised people is used to maintain a good enough healthcare system, alongside other benefits, which constitute a social wage. This social wage means British workers can rely on the state when things get tough. It helps stop many millions from falling into abject poverty. It maintains social peace. It prevents revolution by easing the masses. Yet it can't keep this up forever. A multipolar world is on its way. A world in which imperialism is having its hegemony challenged. But perhaps more importantly, British workers are becoming more and more disillusioned with democracy. And by that I of course mean bourgeois democracy. The average Brit today understands that the politicians lie, the newspapers lie, the TV and radio stations lie. They can see that the national healthcare system, the NHS, is falling apart slowly but surely. Young people are more disengaged with democracy than ever before. And voter turnout rates an important statistic for the liberal democracy lover, are on a downward trend. Overwhelmingly popular policies, such as the renationalisation of the railway system, just don't get implemented. How do these people in Parliament represent us if they don't do what we say? 
The British people are angry, comrades. All that is needed is a spark to light the fire. Now, it's always in the nature of young people to rebel, certainly in Western society. It's part of our culture. A classic way of doing this is by being a communist, by hating capitalism, by despising all it espouses. Yet why do people seem to grow out of the communist phase? Why has society decided that communism is just a phase that people grow out of as they get older and more pragmatic and practical? It is the state of the left-wing movement in Britain today that must answer this charge. The left-wing movement in Britain has been overwhelmed by social democracy. The Labour Party is one of the main social democratic parties in Britain, and most of the so-called socialist organisations in Britain are heavily influenced by it. They are separate organisations in name only, due to the fact that the overwhelming majority of them, even those having the gall to call themselves communist, in the end just tell their members to vote for the Labour Party. They act as pressure groups towards that party, not as real working class organisations. So when young people get involved in these, in these groups that call themselves socialist, but don't even study Marx, or study him indirectly with the help of study guides designed to misdirect people, they are doomed from the start. The fire within them, the anger, begins to die out and smolder. The lacklustre Marxist education these organisations provide, which should be arming their members with Marxist science, are pushing them away from Marxism. This is a great travesty. Young people have an instinctive understanding of all the problems of capitalism already, and it's being wasted and destroyed by these so-called socialist groups. Young people understand, although perhaps not quite in these words, that capital's constant search for new markets to exploit, new resources to plunder, has led it to recklessly harm the planet and pollute far in excess of any reasonable metric. They understand that the de-industrialization of Britain due to imperialism's ability to export capital to foreign countries and gain a cheaper labor force has ripped millions of jobs away, mostly in manufacturing or the production of raw materials. These jobs have always had the strongest working class communities. These communities were plunged into unemployment, disarming great masses of workers. Now I'm sure all the comrades here already know why these things have happened. It's in the very nature of imperialism to desecrate its own country in this way, as long as it results in a little more profit being made. It's in the very logic of capitalism that the capitalist becomes the physical embodiment of his capital. A lot of young people have an instinctive grasp of much of this. It's obvious to them that the capitalists are greedy, that they seek out profit, and that's why mining and manufacturing and all sorts of other jobs which used to be done at home are now done in poorer countries. However, they don't understand why this has happened. By what mechanism are those big businesses led to act in this way? Why has our economy got to this stage? Why the hell haven't people stood up to stop this? How do we go about changing it? This burning anger, this passion will eventually erupt. And we must, as communists, do all that we can to stoke the flames. 
But until a mass organization is built to handle this correctly, this anger will bubble beneath the surface. Bourgeois politicians love to talk about voter apathy, sometimes calling it apathy, claiming British workers are so happy they have apathy. They just don't care much about politics anymore. Why would they when they live so well? No, this anger will bubble beneath the fist and will continue to build with every false news story the lying media produce, every promise gone unfulfilled by the politicians. And as more and more reach this conclusion, we communists must be there to educate them. Our publications are hugely important. We must have a strong newspaper with a strong analysis to help give people the answers they're looking for, books to provide the depth and knowledge. If what we write is well and truly thought out, people angry enough to take the time to do the reading will inevitably reach the conclusion that what we have written is right and correct. Comrades, we must simply stand up at proudly and put forth the truth. The masses have been presented with so many false news stories, with the stories of the day lying about the Ukraine war and lying about Palestine. Many workers are searching for the truth, but they have to wade through a quagmire to get it. Why? Because we in the Communist Party are but a tiny section of the left wing in Britain. Comrades who have come to us have often been members of a number of other groups before they found us. This situation must be corrected, and it is only through valiant struggle and collective action that it can be done. Engels once said that England would be the last place to see socialism. I can assure comrades that we in the Communist Party of Great Britain, Marxist-Leninist, are, are doing our best to prove him wrong. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Proletarian Radio. We aim to bring you the best Marxist analysis on current affairs, revolutionary history, and theory. Do like, comment, subscribe, and share our content to help us reach the widest possible audience. We are a small organization with limited resources, and we need workers' support if we are to grow and fulfill our mission. If you are able to make a one-off or regular donation, no matter how small, please visit our website at thecommunists.org and register as a supporter.